up, y'all? I'm your host, Sensei NK. Like to say thank y'all to all of my supporters. And if you're listening, if you're listening on an Apple Podcast, make sure to give me five stars. If you're on Spotify, make sure to share and like. And I say thank y'all for listening. We have a good episode for y'all today. Um, <clears throat> there was a tragedy that happened in our backyard Monday, May 25th at 8 p.m. There was another murder of another member of our black and African-American community. We lost another soul, and his name was George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man that was killed by Officer Derek Chabon with his knee on his neck. As America goes through this time of grief, we like to look into what happened and see why does this keep happening and how can we change this? Because this is what? Fourth this year? This is the fourth one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Abdi, could you run through the what happened? Um, with the specific incident? With the, like, yeah, with specific oh, um, yeah, so apparently George Floyd had tried to use a supposedly counterfeit $20 bill. I've heard multiple... Um, claims like yeah it was fake and others saying that it wasn't who knows but um the the uh, owners of cup foods called 911 and had the police come because they thought that this 20 dollar bill was fake um upon arriving we saw like surveillance video from the outside of cup foods saying that like like showing that he complied completely mm-hmm. like uh george floyd was not uh, he was resisting, resisting arrest. arrest. Yes. Yeah, he was perfectly uh, compliant. And um, regardless of that fact, they still felt the need to call four police officers to uh, arrest him. To call backup. Yeah. And the officers in question are Derek Chauvin, uh, a nineteen-year-old, 19-year vet. What do you mean? He, uh, he's, been, he's been a police officer for 19 years. Oh, yeah. And uh, his... And then he had those three others. Um, Tao. Um, Wasn't that like his sister? I mean, his wife's. Yeah, brother? I've heard some claims that uh, to Tao, the Asian police officer that was facing the crowd, was uh, his brother in law. But yeah. I haven't heard any really solid claims about that. So I won't uh, credit or discredit it. Oh, okay. But yeah. Um, a well a well veteran a well veteran police officer in the game mm-hmm. decided to use an excessive amount of force in detaining yeah. and as well as applying extra uh, extra pressure in getting his arrest yeah. even though on most times you're not even supposed to call the police on a said occasion but that's that's beyond the point honestly it's like besides just uh, Chavin, you can look at the entire scenario. Like the video only shows two police officers, um, and there's enough wrong with that, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have one on his neck, and you've got another one telling the. Uh, there was a seven. There was a seventeen-year-old girl um, that was recording the video, mm-hmm. and he was like talking to them, and he was like, "Yeah, don't do drugs, kids," while his coworker Just was laughing like, it off. Yeah was choking his was choking mr floyd and it's like beyond that as well you can see there are two other officers behind the police car as well Mm -hmm. 
And it's like, you see the gruesome part as well, but then I feel like that's a perfect metaphor for, like, there are hidden aspects of the police system, right? Like, there's Mm -hmm. the gruesome part, but there's also going to be the other two that are being complacent and being forced to be a part of it. Okay. Right? Like, there, um, I... Chavin was a senior to the two other officers mm-hmm. that were holding Floyd's back and legs. So I, I heard that they tried to get him to stop. Mm-hmm. But because he had seniority, they he they couldn't do that. And you can get into the whole legal ramifications about that with all four of them deserving to be arrested. But, yeah. um, Back to your point where you said it's kind of like a metaphor yeah. for um police brutality and all that things. Um. They said, uh, that I heard people saying, it's just one life. There shouldn't be all this uh, commotion over it. I'm like, one, every life matters. That's, that's beyond <laughs> yeah. the point. That's, that's obnoxious. Just, <laughs> what? <laughs> just, to, just to think of that's obnoxious. Yeah. But it's not just one case. Mm-hmm. It's not even the hundreds of cases that we've been seeing. Yeah. It's all the ones that we don't see. Yeah. Like, um, during during this time, uh, someone po- uh, gave me this post saying, "Hey, can you post? Can you share this?" It was about a gay trans man that was killed in like Tennessee or around like that area. Mm-hmm. And I, on instinct, I was like, "Is there a video?" And they're like, "No, there isn't a video." And you knew that it wouldn't blow up. <laughs> exactly because yeah. everyone needs to see because like there's so many people that's like, my my best friend's sister's brother is a police officer. He's so cool. He's I can't see him ever doing something so outrageous. It's just a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because, like, going through life, I've been pulled over um, a few times. Yeah, yeah, And I have seen how... I've noticed how I've reacted every time I've been pulled over. I'm always, like, I'm always antsy. My heart's always racing every time. Yeah. And compare that to my white counterparts. So, like, my white friends, they're like, oh, you're why Why would you be scared of the cops? You're supposed to be your friends. supposed to protect you. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> All that stuff. And I'm like... Bro, we don't. We live in different. We live in different societies, bro. And that, oh my God. and um, mm-hmm. like the the phrase ACAB. Uh, if y'all don't know what that means, it's uh, all cop all cops are bad, or all cops are bastards. And um, yeah, like as a person, there might be great police officers, right? Like mm-hmm. as your uh your brother-in-law as your dad they might be great people right mm-hmm. and this isn't discrediting them like this isn't defaming their purse like their personality it's simply pointing out the fact that like police departments started off as slave patrols mm-hmm. right like it's a system that's inherently against people of color right like is it's you might say that this was a one-off incident, but this is exactly what it's made to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, we, with that, uh, we, we've seen that video of an old man going up to the riot officers, right? Okay. And um, in that video... Um, but, um... So the police shoved that old man and there was a police officer that tried to help him, right? Mm-hmm. Like he tried to break rank and kneel down to help this old man who was bleeding from his ears and had a head bust open. 
after Lip- being shoved. Jesus. Right? And you think that that's a normal reaction. Go ahead and do that. But he had a he had an officer behind him, right? That officer had a coworker. The officer who was trying to help out that old man had a coworker. Grab him by the collar, pull him up, and shove him to keep going forward, right? Okay. Like, that just... It's it's a recurring theme of yes there are good cops right like that 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 cop that tried to help the old man is a good person right but it's the system that enables them to keep doing this bad thing these bad things mm-hmm. and um, not only that but we also have to remember that George Floyd was a human being as well um, he was forty six years old and he was the father to a six year old daughter that he loved very much. And he was a hardworking man. He worked two jobs. He was a trucker and he worked at the Congo Latin Bistro. And around Minneapolis, he was known as Big Floyd or the Friendly Giant. Um, so he was very much a human being. And I don't see how cops could even see him as a threat. <laughs> he wasn't resisting arrest. On no, God, like he's, he was literally known as the Friendly Giant. Like Yeah, and there's there was some videos circulating of him like condemning men that were in his generation because he went down to like Houston, Texas and he met a guy about his same age that said this, this some dude in their community like some young guy, right? He was like, yo, this kid is the truth. Okay. And Floyd, uh, George Floyd said, what? Why? I was like, he can bust a gun, <laughs> right? Wow. Like he was, he was openly condemning this violence in our communities, right? Like he was completely against it. He was, honestly, as gentle as they could be, right? And it's like, as much as you want to try and defame his character, there isn't much defamation that could happen here, right? Like news outlets try and portray people that are victims of police brutality as thugs and violent offenders yeah but it's like no he didn't no he didn't he was a great guy and even if he was right even if he was that doesn't give anybody justification to be judge jury and execute and executioner right like you don't deserve to be able to kill a man on the spot and he's unarmed not a threat (laughs) because he was a thug in the past right does that make sense? We have due process in the United States, and I feel like that's the reason why people are so distraught, right? Like, if he, like, that due process isn't occurring, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's police not being prosecuted for excessive force, right? Like, we know the case of Philando Castillo. We, we've we got Eric Gardner. We've got Breonna Taylor, Right? And they're not being prosecuted. And it's like, why not? Right? Because we've got one case. We've got one case of a police officer being arrested and charged with murder in the United States while he was on duty. Well, not in, maybe not in the United States, but in Minneapolis, right? Mm-hmm. And we know that that was with Professor Muhammad Noor when he shot and killed a white woman. Oh, yeah. That's... Right? What was her uh, was payoff? Black. He got 12 years in jail for third-degree murder. I don't know. I don't remember. And her family got a $21 million payout. Jesus. 
but the uh, right <laughs> and it's like Philando Castile occurred two years before that his police officer is still walking that's the right? part that, that's the part that blows me um so they said that he had a gun one he had it under his name and he told the police officer I like, have a gun in my car right like that's that's the process mm-hmm. when you're arrested by a police officer Right when you're doing your training, you have to. You're, you're told that you have to tell uh, a police officer that you're that you have this you're weapon, armed. and you're, that you have you're possessing this weapon. And in the process, like the police officer is like, "All right, get your get your wallet out." And while he's reaching for it, he's like, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" Right? And it's like this dude isn't gonna tell you that he has a gun just to kill you with it, and his and his, I don't know his his significant other, and his daughter are in the car as well. Like, people preach so much about the Second Amendment. And yet, I feel like, you know what? It wasn't for black people. It wasn't. It's for <laughs> like, white people. That's it's insane. The, oh, my God. That's the, part, that's the part that blows me. It's not for black people to have. And that makes me angry because of why. <laughs> why? That's... Mm-hmm. It's like, honestly, another thing as well, too, is like, a major argument for the Second Amendment is to defend yourself against government tyranny, right? What is this if not government tyranny, right? We've got people that are peacefully protesting, right? And there are some incidences where the protesters escalate things first, but I've there are the equally, equally as many, if not more, cases mm-hmm. of police officers escalating it first. Right, like launching tear gas. I know. Let, let's speak on an incident that we, most of us, witnessed. Right. Okay. With the Minneapolis pro, uh, protest that turned to riots, right? Um, I was there the first day for like two, three hours. Second day, I came for ten minutes. And I'll get into that, Layla. You were there. How many days? Um, I was there for the first day, the second day, the third day, fourth day, and then a couple other days, but I don't remember because I took, like, a couple break days. Okay, that's fair. Um, when I was at the, the protest, I genuinely didn't expect to see what I saw. Yeah. I saw different I saw different types of people from literally everywhere all around Minnesota that pulled up all the way from pulled up all the way to Minneapolis. And that mm. blew me cuz I saw some friends from St. Thomas that were um from like Shanhassen and Chaska and stuff like that. And I'm like I didn't think that it would even since it's not it since it doesn't really affect you. Yeah. I didn't think that you would all come all the way out. Yeah. And that blew my mind to see all different types of people. That was beautiful to see, actually. Honestly, yeah. honestly. How about you? What did you see, Abdi? Um, yeah, I saw a lot of different things. But um, one thing that's been consistent is that intersection of 38th and Chicago has been peaceful. Like, nobody has gone and busted windows or tried to set fires around the area. Right? It's, it's turned into a memorial of sorts where it's nothing but rows of flowers. Um, we've got that mural of George Floyd that's painted on uh cup foods we've got people that are going out there every day and having cookouts and bringing groceries to families in need because 
everything in Minneapolis everyone, has been shut down. Yeah, everyone needs it, yeah. yeah. There are, like, diapers and formulas and all that, so yeah. mm-hmm. that's beautiful. That was amazing to see. And then speaking of it, um, on the other hand, people say that there's been riots. And, yes, yeah. there has been rioting, there's been looting. And, Layla, haven't you, weren't you there? Haven't yes. you seen it? What, yes. Can you um, elaborate what you saw? Um... Well, when on the first day, it started out really peaceful and we started out at Cup Foods and then we marched all the way to the third precinct. And throughout um, the when we were all at Cup Foods and marching and even when we were outside of the precinct, Mm -hmm. there were people just arguing and arguing in the crowds, um, having full on like yell outs and arguing on how they should carry things and whether they should carry it peaceful or whether they should carry it in terms of like rioting and destroying things. And um, so that presence was always that around. presence was always there from the beginning. There was a minority, right, that was there trying to cause havoc, mm-hmm. right? Because um, people are tired. The people are really tired. There is this man who was screaming um, the first day when we were still at Cup Foods, and there were speakers, and there were bishops speaking, and he said, "Get off of the mic. The peaceful shit isn't going to work." They did the same shit when they killed old boy over there. And then he started pointing at 38th in Chicago and just pointed to all of these places where people have died at the hands of, like, other people and never received justice. And he's been in that neighborhood since 96. And then a bunch of people started agreeing with him, too. Specifically, older generations were like, yeah, this people shit doesn't work. Like, we've been doing this for fucking years and this is still happening. We need to, we have to go about it this, that, and the third. Like, we have to eye for an eye this, that, and the third because this doesn't work. And it really shows how tired people are and it changed my perspective on how to handle things because I always um was like well if you can do it peaceful then you should this down the third because that's just how I was personally raised but then seeing those perspectives of older generations who've had to deal with it for years and not receive justice I honestly do believe that it took rioting and it took looting and it took all of those things to even receive justice because you have to fucking speak to these people in a language they understand what do you, like what do you think they're going to do look at you while you fucking chant like protesting is good but i feel like the real change makers are the ones who came after curfew or at night that destroyed shit looted shit that did all of that shit to cause that attention to cause a whole entire worldwide fucking movement and now we're actually receiving the justice we deserve that we've been fighting for since fucking slavery bro literally like shit let's hope that there's change this time honestly we had 30 years ago, we had riots in L.A. Mm-hmm. With, yeah, with Rodney King. 30 years later, we're still going through the same shit. <laughs> the same things 30 years later. So let's hope that this changed this time. Um, I'm in a group chat with a few people from uh, St. Thomas. And then they were talking about, like, uh, the looting and all this stuff is not the way. The burn of building is not the way. Da, 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 da. It taints the image and stuff like that. And I'm like... They're like, yeah, they should just keep protesting. The protest is what's making it work. And I'm like... No, it isn't. That is mad ignorant. That's, no, it isn't. That's, because mm-hmm. I literally watched... We're um, in this community called St. Anthony right now. And I literally watched this whole entire community protest and protest and protest in 2016 when Philando was killed because um, the officer that shot him was a part of the police department literally like 10 minutes that away. Um... And this whole community changed and they were all peacefully protesting. Did we ever receive justice for marching and peacefully saying those chants? No. But as soon as we start looting things and as soon as it's countrywide, 
we get those we get all of them in custody and we get it changed from uh third degree to second degree right Mm -hmm. and it made me think that the real change makers are the ones that destroy shit because it's just like fucking everyone they're not going to like i agree with protesting but on god y'all gonna have to do a little bit more than that at this point from what i've seen from all four days that's the only thing that really works yeah you remember like mike freeman released a statement that was like yeah we don't have enough evidence to um, question r- real quick yeah. for people that might not know uh, who is mike freeman oh mike freeman is the uh district attorney of minneapolis of hennepin county okay all um right, continue so uh, he released a statement that was like, yeah, uh, we don't have enough evidence to convict um, any of the officers at this point. And this is like the second day of protest, third day maybe. And um, we started burning shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Buildings were burned. Um, the police, officer, uh, the police uh, precinct went up in flames and miraculously... Like, we weren't all seeing the same video. <laughs> New evidence came up the next day. That was like, oh, yeah, we can uh, we can arrest him now. Like, like, we can charge him now. So it's like... But, yeah, back to what I was saying mm-hmm. earlier about... So I didn't really want to, like, explain. I don't really want to explain because I didn't really have, like, my my top process down. But I'm like, no, this is this is wrong. So, like, a day passed, two days passed. And I thought to myself, like, just protesting doesn't work. Because remember when when um, in the NBA, everyone was wearing hoodies for Trayvon Martin? And then they started wearing t-shirts saying, I can't breathe? For Eric Nardner. Mm-hmm. If you guys um, have seen that video of Kobe wearing an I can't breathe shirt, um, that happened in 2014 when uh, in New York... A man named Eric Gardner was uh, supposedly selling uh, loose cigarettes, like one for a dollar. And when he was arrested, he went through the same thing. The cops were Wait, choking real, him. Real quick, real quick. <laughs> Why is he getting arrested for that? On God, I know little ass <laughs> kids who do that shit at schools and they don't fucking. Yeah. There's people at colleges that are genuinely selling. They're yeah. genuinely scale- selling. And even when they get caught. Nothing happens. They don't have to be forcefully detained. No one has to be detained. They're like, hey, come here. Oh, you just got to call your parents. Let them know that you're okay. Da, 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 da. All those light, just light little things. And I'm yes. like, huh. That shit, that shit blows me. <laughs> it's, <laughs> oh. it's crazy, bro. But yeah, back to what you're saying. But um, yeah, he went through the same thing. He told police officers, I can't breathe. You're choking me. He went through the same thing and they still choked him out and killed him. And that's why you saw NBA players that were wearing T-shirts with the I can't breathe let, uh, words written on them. And it's like, that wasn't the right way to protest either. That, that was also <laughs> not the right way to protest. And then two, three years later, boom, uh, Kaepernick, he starts kneeling. And the first thing everyone said, he said, no, this is, this is wrong. This is defaming the... The the flag, it's, the flag, the the anthem, etc. It's it's never been about the flag. It wasn't even about it. And then even Marines, they're like, "No, I'm okay with this. This is not about us, right?" Like it's not. <laughs> if 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 you're a Marine, right? If you're if you're in the military and you go out and you fight for this country, right? 
I don't want to tell you what you should and you should not believe in, right? Mm-hmm. But um, a piece of cloth with a few colors on it doesn't mean anything, right? The First Amendment does. <laughs> and it's like, we have the right to protest. And if it's, if it's peaceful, right? If you're not harming anyone, right? You're not doing you're that's that's what we're fighting for. That's that's what oh, this these wars are about. Right? Like that's that was the entire purpose of the Cold War. <laughs> to promote freedom and liberty for all, right? And it's mm-hmm. like and capitalism as well. But um <laughs> dude, it's like the the right to kneel is what they're fighting for. Exactly. And he lost his job over it. They're like no, we can't have this. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna shut this down immediately. Right, and it's like, dude, you're not trying to shut down him disrespecting the flag because that's not what he was trying to do, right? Like he didn't pull, like he didn't climb a pole, pull the flag off of it, drape it on the floor, and start walking over it, right? Like mm-hmm. that's not what he did. He took a knee in front of it, right? Like if that that's that's too much. <laughs> Taking a knee is is disrespecting the flag, and he never said, "I'm I'm not a patriot," right? Like he didn't say, "America's the worst country in the world," right? He said, "I'm standing up against police brutality," right? And people were like, "No, don't do it and this that's way." Still, that's still the like, wrong dude, way. If you're if you're saying that it's if you're changing the narrative and saying that it's about the flag, what you're essentially saying is that you don't if, that your comfort right is is outweighs the lives that has been lost right like you're trying to distract from the fact that police brutality is a thing that's the entire like if if you read watch a single news source that's like yeah we he's disrespecting the flag this that and the third right Mm -hmm. they're essentially just trying to change the subject exactly they don't want you to know about like Shannon Sharp, like Shannon Sharp said, he said, "Yeah, they will argue about everything else but your point." <laughs> Literally, and that that still blows my mind. So if people are are they're over it, they're angry, and they want to lose it, they want to take shit, they want to burn shit. That is all insured. I'm not too mad. I'm not too mad at it. Yeah, like if you go, if you want to go over after a huge corporation like Target, it's like, dude. Target is worth like sixty-four billion dollars. Oh my god! And they're they're not losing anything. They're not going to. I think like the president put out a statement was like we don't even really care about the target. Yeah. Like we support it, so I don't know why other people who don't even like. (laughs) He published a statement saying, "Yeah, we can pay everybody who might have lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. We can replace everything. We'll rebuild the target. We just want you guys to understand that Black Lives Matter. Exactly. And people people complaining about the target. Yeah, people. Target doesn't even care, but you care. That shocks me. It's like what? And okay, if 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 you want to defend insanely huge corporations, honestly, they'll probably get more publicity from this than they'll anything else, exactly. right? For like sure. <laughs> the publicity they're getting from people sharing that statement of the president of Target saying we stand with Black Lives Matter, right? The publicity of people sharing it. What did you say of of uh, when Black Twitter blew up the Popeyes chicken sandwich and it was worth how many millions of dollars worth of advertising? Popeyes was going out of business before this. <laughs> before the sandwich came up but that's and that's, it's it's like dude everybody sh- that shared that 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 uh twitter feed of of the popeye's chicken sandwich right was probably worth 
10, 15 million dollars worth of av- advertising. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's like, dude, just the publicity from Target's owners saying, yeah, we stand with Black Lives Matter will probably be worth way more than anything that was inside that. But staying on topic, Ajoke, what do you think? Because I've heard we've talked about it for a little bit and you have like a different view than we do. Okay, so like the first night where I saw like the Target being near the auto zone and all that stuff, I um, posted on Snapchat like a like post like, oh, this is not like the right way to do things. Like violence is never the answer and stuff like that. But then I was like, I was talking to my sister and stuff like that. She was like, people has been like protesting for years and years and years and nothing has changed. Yeah, it shouldn't be like, we shouldn't be have, having to like destroy things and stuff like that. But it's the only way they listen to us. So it shouldn't be have to come to that. But like the government has made us do that. And that's the only way they listen. Like we shouldn't have to like loot and destroy things and put things on fire for you guys to notice our voice and stuff like that. It's crazy, right? Like people, we've got to burn a city for them to value a black life. Exactly. <laughs> but, like, if we didn't make any noise at all, if like the public did not make any noise, nothing would have happened. Just, I 100% believe that. You have to do them like how they do us. If the government and the police force have literally made, have put their energy into years, years of making, of instilling this fear in black people and people of color, we have to instill a fear in them and that starts with fucking shit up and literally like the third night when we started like um when they burned down the precinct and they burned down the liquor store and they burned down everything it was to the point where all of the cops just left it just left and it shows how really weak those cops can be if people just like stood up this down the third and i feel like that's the only way that they can actually understand you really have to do them like how they do you period eye for an eye exactly and i feel like you shouldn't be a police officer if you're scared of somebody's skin color like it's a choice like you like you don't choose to be black but you could choose to be a police officer on the day on the fourth uh day when all of the cops left because the precinct was burned there are a bunch of state patrols and people are still protesting like like getting people away from the precinct and people were talking to the state patrol people and literally like three of them started crying why are you a state patrol officer if you're starting to cry off of some things some people say to you and they're unarmed this time the third like they literally had to get offline because they were crying i was like who brought these soft ass motherfuckers here like what what so maybe they agreed with us Fuck. that goes back to the same thing that you were saying about um how when we say all cops are bad they're not bad well it's repeat, not it's not what you said it's not all people that are if it's not all men that are cops are bad right mm-hmm. it's not attacking the integrity of that person individually they're on the clock they're they're being forced into a system right that is inherently bad yeah like that's forcing them to do bad things right and it's like well all police officers aren't like that they consistently they consistently over police communities of colors right mm-hmm. they i don't even know how to articulate myself right now it's like dude if it's not an attack against police officers individually right it's an okay. attack on the system okay yeah honest oh okay let me see if i could decipher what you, what you're saying okay so in a sense it's not the person it's not the fact that you're bad. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you're 
on a badge that promotes things that are inherently bad. Yeah. Is that what, okay? Yes. Like, dude, our criminal justice system is right. Fucked. Like when you're right. behind that uniform and you have your badge on, you are not yourself. You are a fucking cop. No one knows you as an individual. You are that cop. You represent that um, precinct. You represent that department. This, that, and the third. Fuck who you are individually because that's not your fucking job. I don't care if you're a fucking dad and, and you love your kids. That's not what the fuck you are during your fucking job. And it's like, dude, anybody who tries to compare people, right? Like, people causing violence, right? To police officers doing it. It's like, when you, as a person, right? In your free time, decide to go protest and light shit on fire, Right? You're doing that as an individual, okay? Right, like you're liable for to get to get arrested, to be charged, and to go to jail. If Mm -hmm. not, go to jail, get fined, right? Okay, like you will be punished if a police officer does something with that badge on. They're protected. That's they. They're not going to be charged. They are protected, right? Even with that badge on, unlike those protesters, when you do something with that badge on. You're not your individual self. You're a cop. You're a part of that fucking system. This time, the third, you're representing a whole entire system. What it's about. Yeah, when you put on all cops are bad. When all you cops p- are bastards. <laughs> like I do not care about your personal life, Joe. When you put on that that uniform and that badge, you give up your identity as an individual, and you are a part of that system now. Not gonna va- value a black man's life. They're going to value the peace within their community. Because the next time they go and arrest a black person, they might not value their life, right? Mm-hmm. But in the back of their head, they're going to have to think, if I do some dumb shit, right, I'm going to have to deal with mutiny in my community. People are going to riot. Me and all my coworkers are going to have to deal with, with this shit because I wanted to be stupid. So it's like, of course, we need uh, one thing about this protest should be that we spark change within the police departments, right? Mm -hmm. Like there should be retraining. There should be more emphasis on being able to stay calm and actually value a man's life when he says, I can't fucking breathe. (laughs) Like, honestly, you should have known that already, right? That like, that's common sense. But, um... More retraining, of course, but I feel like uh, an underrated aspect of this is going to be the cultural change. Oh, well. Hopefully. Because different cultures, like as in Minnesota. Not even from- that, but like mm-hmm. we had Charlottesville in 2016 and Trump saying they, they, they're, they're not uh, clan members, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like approving of it mm-hmm. and trying to help them out. And it's like you could almost be tricked at that moment into thinking that that is America, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that is a popular opinion. And of, when that happens, hate crimes go on the rise. When that happens, there's more violence toward minorities. And it's just a spiral, right? Mm-hmm. But now this shift, Minneapolis has shown that that's not America, if you kill a black man who's unarmed, who's complying with arrest, 
if you sit there and choke him out for 10 minutes, right? Mm -hmm. That you're going to get some backlash. <laughs> like, that's not a reasonable reaction. And we're going to show you, right? Like, do you, do you expect to be that stupid <laughs> to go, go out of your way to kill somebody, right? And expect everybody else to act normally and go about their business? Like, should we just ignore that? Like, an eye for an eye does make the world blind, but shit, I bet you won't poke my other eye out if you lost one. <laughs> the fuck? That's fair. So it's like, it was seen as acceptable for a moment, I guess, but we... Fuck making America great again. We, we need to make racists afraid again. And I feel like this was a great way to do that. Of course, violence is never the answer, but... Shit, no police officers die. Fuck your cop cars. <laughs> Fuck your windows. If I it gets the point across. I feel you. Uh, one point that you brung up, yeah. an unarmed black man. Yeah. Remember uh, three weeks ago mm. when uh, a group of, like, just white dudes, was, did they classify them as supremacists? Or no. was it just... Are you talking about the same no, yeah, when they yeah. protest the stay-at-home mm -hmm. uh, order with a literally a whole mob of people pulled up to the Capitol. Yeah. And lo and behold, they all had weapons. Well, not all of them. Well. But a lot of them. None of them should have had it. <laughs> but the fact that there was a group of people who had actual weapons, ARs, like military-grade stuff, and nothing happened. No police were called. Well, police came. They didn't do anything. They just stood there. Yeah, and it's like, so the only reason why you should ever kill somebody is if they're a threat to your life. Mm -hmm. And um, you're telling me that a black man in handcuffs with four, three men on him is a greater threat to your life than a motherfucker screaming in your face with a semi-automatic semi rifle on his back? One of them is dead and one of them isn't. And tell me which one makes sense. <laughs> like, um, there was a video. This this girl, well, not video. This girl took like a Snapchat video of herself. She was like, um, I hate any time a black person dies because my my social media is blown up with a lot of stuff. And she was like, I don't care. Um, quit killing black people. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and just quit killing black people. If they stop dying for no reason. You would stop seeing this shit blow up on your newsfeed. See, she had another angle. She was like, um, if the cops called she, he was a criminal, this and that, of that type of nature. And she was like, if this happened to Asians or whites or Latinos, anybody else, this would have all been blown over. The thing is, it doesn't and happen to them. Exactly. The it doesn't happen to them. It's never been blown over because it doesn't happen. It does not happen. Yeah. Like, if you're an Asian man and you're complying with the rest, right? You're not going to be choked out for no damn reason. Right? Mm. No. Like, that's not going to happen. <laughs> He's saying, I can't breathe. If any other person... Can can you imagine if a white man said, I can't breathe? they just say, you know what, sir? You're right. We've already got two people holding down your arms and legs. You're not going nowhere. Let me step the fuck off your neck. That's a reasonable decision. That's why it doesn't happen to anybody else. Yeah. Honestly, it blew my mind how oblivious she was, she was speaking. 
because in her whole heart she believed that this was just what happened this is just this is just the truth that what she was speaking was the truth and like you said it's literally never happened i've never seen on the news i've never seen any posts about it and, and it's like a lot of times people say that it's the media that's putting so much focus on this right like they're like yeah all these black people keep dying and by the police and the media will put on the news instantly right mm-hmm. but like you think this is the only time a black man has died by the police like a drug dealer get killed that's not going up on the news right no exactly and it's like the reason why this is going crazy is because this man was unarmed right like this is not the only time a black man dies by the police hands it's the only reason why it's going crazy is because it makes no reason it makes no sense like like this wouldn't happen to any other race it's a problem in america that this will happen and this man is completely completely helpless yeah that makes me think after all this i want to see how the world changes how much actually has changed because of this because if after all this there's still not like a culture change at least in minnesota but like in yeah. other places like as you were saying down honestly the- mm-hmm. as i don't think this isn't going to spark a culture change in minnesota like minnesota's always been like this like in 84 everybody voted for ronald reagan in the united states every single state except for minnesota dc too but dc's not a state Right, Minnesota's always been on this type of time, bro. (laughs) We've always been on the side of being reasonable. Well, I'm I won't say you're a reasonable person just because of the way you vote, but we've always been standing up for minorities, supporting black people in any way we could, and he fucked up trying to do that shit here, and not even in some suburb. Like if he would have pulled that shit in Hibbing. Like somewhere out, yeah, yeah, bro. Like in the middle of nowhere, that probably I I'm not sure that this would have sparked the same on God, mutiny, um, but it's like in our backyard. In Saint in Saint Anthony, um, the cop that shot Philando. That now that there's so much eyes on this case, that is a great thing because it's not just it's not just Minnesota. It's literally the whole United States and other countries. And other countries like the UK and London and things like that. Yeah, there's a total of 18 other countries so far that are participating in Black Lives Matter protests. Wow, that's crazy. Biggest revolution, like, yeah, this is all time. This is the largest civil rights movement in all of world history. Yes. Started in Minneapolis. Oh, God. I'm actually proud of that. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, we can't allow this to lose the fizzle, the fizzle and the energy that it that it right. has at this moment. Like people still care, and we have to make sure people still care. And it's like all four of them were arrested, mm-hmm. right? And that's not where this ends, right? We've got millions of eyes, if not billions, of people watching this, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like we can't just. It, it doesn't end with all four of them being arrested, right? We've got people that want to bring change. Mm-hmm. And there's not only oppression occurring in our police departments, but in our schools as well. And, Speak, and on speaking, on, speaking of schools, um, if you want more background into that and how that Minnesota's educate, there's a huge Minnesota education gap. There's an episode, there's an episode, few episodes down. 
but continue. But um, yeah, police departments in our schools and our workplaces and our criminal justice system, right? In everyday interactions, there's plenty of change that needs to happen. And we need to make sure that it does, right? Like we've got people that wanna participate in this movement and that's a blessing. We can finally make a more complete attempt to live up to to live up and MLK's words to live up to this nation's creed of all men being equal thank y'all for listening um, appreciate y'all yeah let us know uh, if there's anything else that you want us to cover or anything that you want us to go more in depth in from this video um Mila, do you have anything else you want to add Joker? no alright All right, have a good day.